Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. You have knocked it out of the ballpark once again, Miss Judy Francis. Well, thank you. Well, at least on the docket. Thank you very much. If it happens, as (laughs) if everything goes as planned. Oh, now you just ruined it. Nothing happens as planned. Now, don't you know Murphy's Law? Yeah, I don't know. I shouldn't have said anything. It goes better that way. (laughs) Usually it does, doesn't it? Danica McKellar will be joining us. Do you know who she is? Because I wouldn't have known her by her name, but I do. I wouldn't have, no. Well, uh, you might now because she was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, was she? Yes, I think everybody knows the name. Oh, I missed that. I was unaware she was on Dancing with the Stars. Yes, she was. How'd she do on that? You know, I don't know. I haven't Anyone see that in the studio here? Yes. I I think she went pretty far. She didn't win, I know that, but she went pretty far. Okay. She is uh, Winnie from The Wonder Years. Yes, see, I'd remember that. And boy, did I have a little boy crush on her. Uh-oh. Yeah. That you still do, too, don't wait, you? Wait, wait, who was she on, on, on? She was who? Winnie? Winnie. Winnie. Yeah. Which one was Winnie? I Which watched it, but I just don't like remember. The little long-haired, dark-haired what girl. You? you were looking at Fred Savage, I'm sure. But uh, oh. was that Fred Savage's uh, show? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. How, yeah, how could you I miss know. that, Joey? How could you miss Winnie? She was like the cute girl next door. But well, she wasn't you know blonde. what it was? It was it was a weird age for me for that for that um it show. Still you is. know what I'm saying? I was I was a little too old and and and, and I mean I was a little young but a little too old if that makes any sense. Yeah. Okay. Sure. No, I I get it totally. Well, anyway, she's the hot one from the Wonder Years, and she's uh, apparently doing something with the animals, and she'll be joining us in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. Also, booked today is Francesco Marchiglione. That was close. Yeah. yeah, good enough. This is his second time on the show, yes. I believe. Oh, he's going to be a regular guest on now. Watch out, Bob Barker. He's very, very funny. Oh, yeah, you don't want to threaten Bob no. Barker with that. Uh, no. Please don't do that. Okay, I'm okay. sorry. Moment of silence, please. I mean, Bob Barker's still with us and everything. I just don't oh, Yes, <laughs> that was scary. Uh, anyway, Francesco's back. He's the author, writer, cartoonist for Sally Forth. The, He's the uh, writer. Comic strip. He doesn't. He doesn't draw the strip. He, he doesn't. Just, no, he doesn't do the cartoons. What do you right mean he there. doesn't draw the strip? He doesn't. He writes the the words. Oh, I think you're wrong. I'm going to have to ask him about that. I mean, what comic strip writer he, has he a writer? He fills in, in the it. bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> just like you do. Uh, anyway, so uh, he's on the show today in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Tammy, what are you working on this hour? I have some fantastic news about two different endangered species. These are big cats and little babies have just been born, so that is helping keep that species alive and well and with us. Oh, Joey, what are you working on? Well, we're going to talk about flea powder and um, you know how it can affect your pet and what some of the options may be. I can't believe that still exists. Flea powder yeah. still exists. God, I haven't bought well, that. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yep, I had it all over me last week um, from someone at an event, just taking a Yuck. picture with their dog. Yeah. <laughs> also on the show today, we're going to find out this whole deal about monkey selfies because apparently there's uh, can they be copyrighted? Monkeys are taking <laughs> selfies and people are trying to copyright these selfies. Uh, trying to capitalize on it, huh? It's so important. It was in Wait. our big newspaper. Yes. The monkeys should get the copyright. They should. Their exactly. picture. They, they should. took it. It's their image. Come That's, on. Well, you know, cheating once, monkeys. Once you post it on Facebook, though, really, anybody owns it. So if the oh, monkey or you're a turtle or a guana, whatever you are, and you post your selfies to Facebook, you don't own your photos. Uh, but anyway, that's that's on the way in just a couple of minutes right here. Also, this is a good story. I'll kick it off uh, the show today with a story out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, where a poodle was freed with the help of the Albuquerque, New Mexico firefighters after one of its paws got stuck in a bathtub drain for several Ooh. hours. 
Uh, 12-year-old Celine Ortega said she was giving her dog a bath. Little dog, Marita. Uh, it doesn't say what what kind of pooch it was. I imagine poodle. a small... It was a poodle? In, in the title Oh, sense. I guess it was. I already said that. Yeah, it was in the title house. <laughs> uh, short-term memory loss. What are we talking about? The dog stuck the in the drain. drain. Yeah, it's stuck in the I'm, drain. I'm dying to fi- finish hearing about this. So the, the pooch started screaming while they were uh, bathing, let's say, and she called their veterinarian, a plumber, and 911, and uh, they all came out there. Firefighters actually had to use, well, they tried lotion and shampoo, which uh-huh. is what I would have done right. first. It's right there, and you would try it. They actually had to cut the bathtub out and cut the... Wow. Uh, so they had to get a new bathtub after that. But the, pu- the puppy is fine. Good. And uh, I don't know what how. What kind of drain? What kind of drain is that? Is that a manhole or a drain? I know. I, what kind of dog wow. gets stuck in a drain of a tub? Maybe like I a want a picture of that drain. Uh, let's see. Go to the phones. Okay. Okay, let's do that now. 1 866 405 8405. Don't forget, you can also ask your questions from the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android, brought to you by Dr. Fosters and Smith. Hi, Jeanette. Hi. How, how are, are you? Very good. Where are you today? Louisiana. How can we help you? I got the good doctor right here, Dr. Debbie. Hey. Okay. Uh, well, I have a three-year-old poodle that seems to think she is a cow. She eats grass <laughs> all the time. Oh, thank goodness. I'm glad she's not producing milk for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, okay. Just, so I mean, we let her out the door, and, and she runs and grabs it, and all the time she's playing, she keeps eating it. And I was wondering if that would be harmful. Well, not directly, although pets that eat a lot of grass, you know, there's a lot more opportunity for ingesting the opportunity for parasites. And, you know, grass doesn't always digest well, so a lot of times that comes right back up at you, and you'll have those little uh, green uh, grassy spots all over with vomit. So it's not in itself a bad thing, but sometimes it can be a symptom that something else isn't quite right. Um, although there are the occasional dogs that I really just call, call them lawnmower dogs because they enjoy the practice of just eating grass and it, for them it really is a self-rewarding behavior um, but, but what would you tell me about her digestion as far as does she have good poops um, does she oh, yeah. seem like a good she eater does. everything is normal except that she does have a tendency to get um, bloated and her stomach feels real hard sometimes I was wondering if that was from the grass I mean, it really shouldn't be, um, but that's kind of what I was looking for. Any other little sign digestively that might mean something else is going on. And one thing that we often look at is if it's something where her belly is always kind of big and bloated, yeah, there's a lot of different medical things I I would look for digestively, sometimes starting with an x-ray to see if there's something physically in there. Um, But if it's something more that comes and goes associated with the timing of her eating or her digestive pattern, you know, we might look at her current diet, um, might suggest maybe going some hypoallergenic routes there for problems that could be brewing, such as inflammatory bowel disease, which is a big problem in dogs, just as it is in people. Um, So there can be some diet regimens we can go there to try to help that. Um, For for a dog that also eats a lot of grass and we're kind of trying to troubleshoot the problem, I'll look at doing really aggressive deworming protocols. Um, even if you don't see worms um, in your area, I guarantee you, your veterinarian will probably tell you it's time to do deworming maybe once a year or even twice a year. Even better if you're doing it once a month in a heartworm product. That's even better. Mm-hmm. 
And then some dogs, I'll also look at a probiotic um, supplement just to kind of help set the balance in the gut so that if diet is good and everything else is right, that we're just kind of helping restore the healthy GI flora and trying to keep that going um, at a normal rate and to keep our immune status up. So there's a lot of different products like that. Um, there's one called Prostora, another called Fortiflora. Good old yogurt just doesn't do it for dogs uh, for a lot of different reasons. Won't hurt them, but it's just not a good probiotic for dogs. So those might be some things I'd look at as well. And um, the other thing then with this grass is you need to kind of restrict her access to it. So as much as she enjoys it, um, there's ways with either the gentle lead type harnesses or keeping her on a light leash when you do take her out so that we focus on business and not on the lawn mowing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we have a backyard, and we let her go out there, and she plays ball, and she'll push it around with her nose, and then she'll stop and grab a bunch of grass and chew on it. And If I tell her to put it down, normally she will. She'll just drop it out of her mouth. But, no, but it's uh, so much fun, though. You can tell. <laughs> and, and I know, she the... makes a game out of it, but she seems to ingest a lot, too. Yeah, and if it is to that point, then it is something that I would uh, take action. Um, the occasional grass nibbler, I, I don't give them a hard time. And I kind of look the other way when my dogs do that or when they chew on the little occasional stick. Because you can create more problems if you focus on it and make it something that they're afraid you're going to yell at them about. If we give a redirected behavior, something else like playing ball or chasing a stick or chewing on a bone, that helps to take that behavior away from gnawing on that grass and giving her a positive outlet. So... I think you can do it, Jeanette. Thanks for your call today. I, I do, too. Thank you. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at one 405 Big news. Sprint's offering the hottest deal in wireless. Switch your whole family up to 10 lines to Sprint and get unlimited talk, text, and 20 gigabytes of high-speed data to share for only $100 a month for your whole account. It's double the high-speed data of the other guys for a family of four. Verizon and AT&T charge $160 and T-Mobile charges $100, and they just give you 10 gigabytes. But with Sprint, you get 20 gigabytes. That's two times the data. To make it easier, we'll even buy out your family's contract up to $350 per line. The Sprint Family Share Pack. Only $100 a month for the whole family up to 10 lines including unlimited talk and text on america's newest network simply put it's the hottest deal in wireless so come into a sprint store today it's 930 14 coverage and offer not available everywhere subject credit new line port and excludes taxes surcharges roaming international premium content price promo through 2015 after 2015 also pay 15 dollars a month per line access charge 350 dollars via visa prepaid card and requires online registration comparison is to 10 gigabyte high speed 3 and 4g plans for four lines other data options available prohibited network use rules prioritization and throughput reduction applies comparison includes additional two gigabyte sprint and one gigabyte Verizon data promos restrictions apply you know canine caviar for their great human-grade ingredients in your dog's food. We now continue that tradition and excellent pet nutrition with seven single-serving cat food trays. We love our cats and dogs, and that's why we're featuring all human-grade tuna, salmon, and chicken proteins with other hand-chosen ingredients to promote proper nutrition. They're in environmentally friendly, recyclable, BPA-free plastic trays. Look for canine and feline caviar products at your local pet supply store or online. For more information, call 800 392 Phyto-Friendly Magazine presents the 6th Annual Month-Long Pet Adoption Tour, Get Your Licks on Route 66. Presented by Ford and Animal Radio with sponsors Pet Botanics, Canine Covers, Snuggle Pet Products, AZ Dog, and Red Barn. The tour travels from L.A. to Chicago, stopping at shelters to support adoption events. Log on to GetYourLicks on Route66.com. 
to see where the tour stops near you. You might just find your new forever friend. I'm Beth Stern on Animal Radio and Adopt from Your Local Shelter. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. We are moments away from Danica McKellar, Winnie from the Wonder Years. And, you know, that's how I remember her, but she also was on the West Wing. And she is, get this, believe it or not, what is what does an actress want to do with her life? Write math books. And she's <laughs> she's written, let's see, one, two, three, four, five or six math books like Math Doesn't Suck, Kiss My Math, Hot X Algebra Exposed, wow. Girls Get Curves, Geometry Takes Shape. And uh, these are all math books. She's uh, She's kind of the geek that she was on The Wonder Years. Uh-oh. So she'll be on the show in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. I'm sorry if I get a little giggly and googly. You do. Look at you, <laughs> blush. <laughs> she is the hottie. I'm telling you. Uh, let's go to Margie. Hi, Margie. How are you? Hi, I'm fine, thanks. Where are you calling from today? Uh, St. Louis, Missouri. I love St. Louis. How are you guys doing? You managing? Oh, yeah. It's about 95 degrees right now, but at least it's not cold and raining. Yeah, you got to love that. So <laughs> what what's going on with your animals? How can we help you? I've got two cats, and my female's about 17 years old, I think, and um, I've never had a problem with her with shedding before, but I've got a Furminator that I used in the spring for her, and now it seems like she's that's all she's doing is shedding. She just, I mean, if, and even when I comb her with it, it comes, it keeps coming out. She looks like how, a little, like Let me ask you a question. How, how often have you used the Furminator on her? Uh, well, I was using it. For, I used it because she was kind of mad in the spring, and then uh, I just use it whenever I see the you know the first starting to come up on her, you know. And but I've uh, I've been using this instead of a brush on her, and I was wondering if there's any harm in that. If it's you know, because even if I finish combing her, you know, like maybe ten minutes later she'll be laying down, she'll get up, and she still leaves puffs of fur. Well, there's there's a there's a couple of things. Number one, with the, with the Furminator, um, I know it's a it's a um, it's sold to the general public, but it's it's more of a professional tool. It's something that you should not apply much pressure at all. You should just use the the um, weight of the um, tool itself to actually go through it. And sometimes you may have to do it for quite some time for a couple of days and then consistently do it over the next few um over, over the next few weeks at least a couple of times each week in order to get all that dead coat out especially if it's something that you don't do on a regular base I like something that's a little bit better for um, people at home, and that's a rubber curry brush that you can buy in any um, in any of your local um, pet stores. And I'm not saying that the Furman Furman is a wonderful tool that works great, but this is probably a little bit easier for you to use um, because really you don't have to worry about hurting the pet, cutting the coat, or damaging. And the cats will kind of like it because it almost feels like a massage. Now, the other thing it could be, it could be a combination. It could be, you know, I mean, as your pets start getting older, their coat changes a little bit. They start to shed a little bit more. It could also be the um, the environment. I mean, we've had a really, really strange summer. And, um, you know, pets' coats actually work, um, you know, ju- just like the environment. When, when, when the environment changes, so does their coat. I mean, so it could be a bunch of different things, but I think if you if you either kept using your Furminator or you went out and bought that um that that curry brush, 
um, it'll definitely reduce it. And the other thing, which you may want to talk to our veterinarian about, is maybe might be nutritional as well. It, it, it could be a number of things. But I think the more that you use the um, the, the equipment, um, the more it's going to start to reduce. Yeah, because, you know, she's an inside cat. She never, no, doesn't go outside. And, you know, the temperatures usually about the same. But you know, I just wondered, you know, because I started another job. I started a job. I've been home with her about four years, you know, and constantly with her. And I thought maybe that might have been something with it, you know. But I don't know. She's just, it's just, you know, just look at her and she gets these little fur, little balls on her. And next thing I know, I'm like, I'm going to be the one coughing up hair balls. <laughs> hey, Margie, I do have to jump in, and, and Joey, you know, definitely some great ideas there. For what you're describing, this is not at all uncommon in a double-digit senior kitty. So meaning when I got grandma kitties of, of 17 years of age, one of the very common things people describe is that the pets have these clumps of hair coming out of them. And the reason is that we don't see them grooming like a, a younger cat does for various reasons. Sometimes it can be things like um, we have dental problems and oral pain and it doesn't feel good to groom like they used to. Um, other times it can be things like arthritis and it's uncomfortable to turn around and to groom themselves like they used to. And, and Otherwise, other medical things um, that can be more internal. So for me, if I see this on a physical exam with an old kitty, I actually, there's some things I can do medically to help. Um, you know, we'd have to examine your kitty and check some things out. But sometimes simple as glucosamine supplement can help with some of the arthritic discomfort. Um, and then staying up with the, the regular grooming, as, as Joey described. And the one thing I will point out, and I know, Joey, you've had experience with this, old cats, their skin is very thin and prone to injury. So I was just shuddering in my boots here when you said you were using a Furminator because it is so easy for an elderly cat to get injured with a well-intended um, pet owner, either you know brushing um, mats out or trying to cut them out. So um, you know this may be something you do need to either see your veterinarian or a professional groomer to get a little bit of help and make sure we don't have those mats building up causing skin infection underneath there. Yeah, right now the only place she gets, I know she's got... She's just been losing teeth or something because her tongue's starting to stick out of her mouth a little bit. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So this this would be a reason I would tell you you need to take your kitty to the vet because if her tongue is sticking out and we have drool, those are two key symptoms of oral pain. So please please check um, things out with your veterinarian. Okay, they've got another question about cat food. Okay. Uh, Both of my cats like pork. I mean, when I have pork steaks or a pork roast, they sit there, and my little female, she'll sit there with her little paw, and she'll paw me for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've been to the uh, grocery store and pet stores, and I look at all the ingredients on the cat foods, but there's never any pork. It's always lamb, beef, uh, chicken, turkey, fish, but there's never any pork. Yeah, it, it's not a real common um, protein ingredient in pet foods um, for various reasons. But I think some of the, the other white meats tend to be a little bit, um, you know, lower in the fat content. Um, and, it, you know, that's a great in, uh, question. I would love to ask some of the food manufacturers, you know, why they've passed over the pig. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I've just, the funnels, you know, because I talked to one of the clerks at uh, the supermarket, and he says his, his cat likes uh, pork steak bones. He said he threw one out for his dog, and the cat ran out and grabbed it. And when, he, oh, when he was finished with it, then the dog got it. But well, you know. Like, you know I, I know we had a dog at one time, a dachshund, that had a, was chewing on a pork, uh, pork roast bone, and 
he ended up, we took him to the emergency vet because mm-hmm. he was getting sick and they said it was pancreatitis that pork does that to, you know, the dogs. Yeah, and that's where higher fat um, food, foods, whether it be you know home cooked foods, um, table scraps, or meats, if they have higher fat contents, that is a concern that that can actually trigger a problem with the pancreas, um, causing abdominal pain, vomiting. It can be life threatening. So, yeah, that that may be part of the reason we, pork isn't our mainstay in dogs and cats. Does that answer some questions for you there, Margie? It sure does. Hey, thanks for listening. Thank you very much. Margie's listening on KTRS AM 550 in St. Louis, brand new station. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, we'd love to hear from you in St. Louis. Toll free 1-866-405-8405. And I said it twice because I want you to remember it. It has kind of a gist to it. It doesn't uh, doesn't spell anything. Koflugan, I think, is what it spells. But it's pretty memorable. Write it down now so that if you have a question, maybe next week. Or the following week, or just if it's during the middle of the week, because we answer our phones all week long. If you have an animal question, you can call us toll-free. Here it is one more time, 1-866-405-8405. And unless you're a bill collector, then we have another number for you. <laughs> 1-800-EAT. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hey, everybody, this is Brett Michaels, and I just want to say you, right now, want to take, wait, give me the line again. My brain skipped. Animal Radio, Brett Michaels Animal Radio. You got it. I knew the Animal Radio. Like, okay, here we go. Hey, this is Brett Michaels. You're listening to Animal Radio, and take care of your pets. They will rock your world. Animal Radio is underwritten by Natural Balance Pet Foods, the finest food and treats you can buy for your pet. No matter which formula of Natural Balance Pet Food or solution-oriented treat you choose, it will truly be the food for a lifetime and a treat to treat them right. Visit naturalbalanceinc.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Jimmy Van Patten, and I'm here to talk to you about our solution-oriented treats for cats and dogs. Natural Balance Pet Foods offers several nutritious treat formulas with tasty solutions for pets. Our treats feature unique ingredients like venison, duck, and salmon, accented with cranberries and pumpkin, and offer grain-free options. At Natural Balance, our philosophy is to provide pets and their owners the food for a lifetime. Natural Balance treats truly treat them right. For more information, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. America was built by people with a few dollars and a dream. And while many don't know it, there's one path to success that still only requires a dream and about $10. That's right. If your dream is to start or grow your business, something as simple as the right business card could make all the difference. And today, at vistaprint.com, you can get 500 full-color business cards for only $9.99. That's right, only $9.99. Just go to vistaprint.com and enter promo code 7676 at checkout. That's vistaprint.com, promo code 7676. Get something started. That's the sound of the Commander, Kubota's top-selling zero-turn mower. It's built just the way it sounds, to command lawns, capture attention, and lead the way. So bring on the trees, bushes, flower beds, and water features. The Commander's smooth ride, tight turning radius, and deep mower deck delivers outstanding, professional-level cutting performance in all kinds of mowing conditions. You can adjust cutting height on the go with Kubota's exclusive K-Lift deck pedal. Add the optional LED headlights for those days you need to mow your lawn while racing the sun. 
The Kubota Commander is exclusively available at your friendly local Kubota dealer with a four-year, 300-hour factory warranty and a family-friendly price tag. In fact, the Commander is Kubota's most affordably priced zero-turn mower ever. Kubota Commander zero-turn mowers, built for the best things in life. Visit Kubota.com to find your local Kubota dealer. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. And I'm Tammy Trujillo. It has just gotten easier for your best friend to go with you to certain bars and restaurants if you live in California. Governor Brown has signed Assembly Bill 1965 into law. It allows dogs to join their guardians at outdoor sections of food establishments as long as the dogs are under control and not barred by a city ordinance or the restaurant owner. Now, technically, the laws on the books bar pooches on patios, and they come from public health protections trying to keep animals out of places where food is prepared. But the bill's author, Assemblywoman Mariko Yamada of Davis, says some counties were ignoring it while others were cracking down. The new law lifts the ban but gives the final say to the businesses and still allows cities to pass local regulations to keep outdoor patios dog-free. This one might seem like a total no-brainer, but the San Francisco SPCA is urging dog guardians to keep their pets off escalators. The warning prompted by some real events. The SPCA says in the past year it's seen an increase in the number of escalator-related injuries each month. The group says sometimes the injuries are minor, but in more than half the cases, surgery is actually required, and it comes with a bill, a big one, on average $4,000. A circus in Germany celebrating the birth of four rare white lion cubs. A spokeswoman for Circus Krohn says the three males and their sister were born in the eastern city of Magdeburg, and they're doing great. Their daddy is King Tonga. He now has 16 kids with two moms. The circus is considering names, and Otto appears to be most popular. White lions were extinct in the wild for 12 years, but they were reintroduced in South Africa in 2004. And here in the U.S., Another big birth announcement. Two endangered snow leopard cubs just made their debut at the Wildlife Conservation Society's Bronx Zoo. Snow leopards are among the most endangered big cats in the world. There are less than 7,500 of them left in the wild. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. You know Canine Caviar for their great human-grade ingredients in your dog's food. We now continue that tradition and excellent pet nutrition with seven single-serving cat food trays. We love our cats and dogs, and that's why we're featuring all human-grade tuna, salmon, and chicken proteins with other hand-chosen ingredients to promote proper nutrition. They're in environmentally friendly, recyclable, BPA-free plastic trays. Look for Canine and Feline Caviar products at your local pet supply store or online. For more information, call 800-392-7898. 
Really? No way. Hey, I'm Eric from Sam Adams, here to get craft beer drinkers' reaction as they secretly taste Sam Adams' Boston Lager. It's got a good body. It's got a great taste. It's very smooth. I, I like that. Think you've had this beer before? No. This is Sam Adams' Boston Lager. Sam Adams! I, <laughs> I was going to yes. say Sam Adams. That's easy to drink. It's tasty. It's a very flavorful, drinkable beer. Smooth, but it does have flavor. I love a Boston Lager. What this test did is it put Sam Adams back on the map for me. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass, Civil Responsibility. Animal Radio's Hero People is underwritten by Zuterin, a non-surgical alternative to dog castration. One injection provides a safe, permanent, and virtually painless alternative to surgical castration. Learn more at www.zuterin.com. That's Z-E-U-T-E-R-I-N.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Coming up next hour, Danica McKellar, Winnie from the Wonder Years. Also, apparently she was just on Dancing with the Stars. I did miss that. Had I known, I would have taped it. I had a little boy crush on that gal, and she's going to be on the show in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. Right now it is time for our hero, and we all love the heroes. Donna Coach, how are you doing? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? Very good. So now tell me, Bailey, was your dog? Is that correct? Yes, he was for 13 years. What was he sick with? Well, he he was fine when we adopted him from a rescue. A couple weeks later, he was um, he was diagnosed with mega esophagus. A couple weeks after you got him, he was diagnosed with this. What is that? What does that mean? It means that for a number of different reasons, the esophagus is enlarged and doesn't function. In other words, normally an esophagus, after after one swallows, it contracts involuntarily and moves food from the throat to the stomach. Dogs and occasionally cats, ferrets, and humans, um, the esophagus enlarges and, and can't do that. And in an animal that walks on, on four paws, the esophagus is horizontal to the ground. And so uh, they are very prone to developing aspiration pneumonia. Oh, wow. oh! Is this uh, pathological, or is this uh, is this something they're born with? How does that work? doctor? Uh, we have doctor. Yeah, Debbie I, would, yes. I was going to say this can be either situation where a pet is born with it, or it's acquired um, either as a primary disease or, or a secondary to another problem like myasthenia gravis or other neuromuscular right. problems. So, for um, dogs that are born with it, we do see a propensity of this problem in uh, German shepherds and even Great Danes. I've seen it in. Um, so, in, in the big characteristic and the difference between um, megasophagus and other causes of digestive problems is, is what the pets do. With megaesophagus, the pet will regurgitate, which is what we call a passive um, uh, event. So instead of hearing all the gut-wrenching of the dry heaving with vomiting, the pet may just go, open their mouth, and food, liquid, um, and water can come right back up. So it's very different than that that you hear when a pet is vomiting. Um and things and, could and go the opposite direction is what you're saying. Is, is, well, they can go into their lungs. They can aspirate. Yes, yeah, so aspiration is where the food and liquid doesn't go down the hatch, comes back up, and it actually is sucked into the lungs, and then it can cause Ooh. a very serious life-threatening pneumonia. So, Adana, right. when you went to the veterinarian, what did he say the uh, diagnosis and treatment and prognosis, prognosis would yeah. be? Well, in... At first, he wasn't. He didn't diagnose it. Diagnose it. I brought 
Bailey back a couple of days later and said, I think this is a mechanical problem. I think we need to do contrast study, which he did, and then diagnosed it and said, the prognosis is ominous. He probably won't see his first birthday. And wow. I said, I will make this dog an old dog someday, one, day, <laughs> one way or the other, and set about doing that. And by golly, he lived to be almost 13 and died of uh, cancer, which was completely unrelated to his megaesophagus. Now you had to keep him in an upright position, is that correct, as much as you could? Or what was yes, the deal? When he was eating? Yes. Yes, um, they used to recommend that you do elevated feeding, like feed them on a high table or stairs and hold them up for a few minutes. Neither is the best way to do it. We, you know, we learned that. Um, you know, we did feed them in an elevated position as high as we could, and then um, I would lift him and, and hold him upright. And at 15 to 30 seemed to be the magic number. Five minutes is not long enough, so. Ultimately, I, I thought we would do better and he would do better with uh, some sort of a device that would hold him in that position. And that's about three years later after his management had kind of, you know, plateaued and we were, he was doing fairly well. Um, we designed the Bailey chair. Yeah, you couldn't go onto the Internet and just order a device. <laughs> Nothing had been invented until you came along, right? Correct, okay. correct. What is the I, Bailey chair? My frail mother-in-law was having a hard time. She was leaning over him for 20 minutes, holding his paws on a bar stool, and that just was, you know, that just wasn't working, and no. it wasn't the best anatomical position for the dog. So we designed the Bailey chair, and that was about 2003. And then I found a fledgling online group, uh, web group, and got to know everybody there, and offered to make a video to teach people how to do this, and. Um, make the chair? Make the chair themselves? Yes. Well, now what does the chair do? Describe it's it to like me. It's like a high chair, okay. isn't it? It's like a high chair. Well, it's sort of. It's a three-sided box, basically. It has a platform, and it has a back and two sides. And at the top of the sides are little wings that are padded so the dog can take a nice little nap after they eat there, and then they <laughs> stay there. Um, there's a little bar For how long? that slips down. It depends on the dog, but roughly 15 to 30 minutes, some a little longer. But you have to feed them less at each sitting. And so they're in it. Bailey was fed five times a day every three hours. Now, is it hard to get them into the chair? Do they, you know, fight it? Depends on the dog as well. Um, the more common breeds, the, the shepherds, the shelties, you know, some of those uh, learn very well. And it's it's operant conditioning. They get in the chair, they get their tasty food. So it doesn't take most dogs long to do that, to learn uh, how to do it and to be comfortable with it. And soon, you know, a couple weeks into it, they, they will just take a snooze while their food goes down. How many people do you think have made chairs now from your design? Thousands, because I get requests for the video, which I now have in online links. Um, but I get requests. Two to five a day. Wow. I, re I didn't realize this was such a prevalent problem. Do cats have this problem? Occasionally we'll, we'll get a cat that will join our, you know, the owners will get in touch with us or join our, our Yahoo group or occasionally a ferret. We are talking with Donna Coach. She is our hero of the week, and her dog lived thir 13 years and had megasophagus and actually died of cancer, not of megasophagus. She had to design a, a little chair 
so that her dog could eat in an upright position so that the food would be digested because apparently with this disease, the food would have just either come right out or even been aspirated into the lungs and it could, could have been fatal. Now, you're not only our hero for designing this chair, but you did something, and I didn't realize this until you started the interview here, but not a lot of people, when they find out that their to- their dog is ill with a, a major disease at two weeks after getting them, not very many people keep that dog. Mm-mm. And I, ju- I want to hug you. <laughs> I do. Thank you so much for... Uh, see the hairs on my arm standing up there? Oh, yeah. For standing up, you took on the obligation of the animal, not knowing what was going to happen when you adopted the animal, and you you gave this animal a wonderful life, and it has a legacy that lives on beyond Bailey's life here. Thank you so much. I I should add, they teach about the Bailey chair in veterinary school now. Do they? I didn't know that. Did you learn about that doc in school, or is that new? Uh, It's been a while since I've been in school, so (laughs) more than 13 years ago. (laughs) I I meet interns that that work at a teaching hospital nearby that will tell me that they learned about it in school, and it's very gratifying. Wow, that's amazing. You didn't take the easy route to euthanize your puppy. You were given up. No, but it sure was rewarding. I bet. Thank you so much for what you've done. And I'm going to encourage listeners to check out your website, baileychair.blogspot.com. And are there links to the videos from there? Uh, No, there's a link to the website, uh, our web group. I like people to contact me first, and there's, there's a way to get in touch with me from there so that I can tell them there's a little bit more to it than just the chair. Okay. We can help them out a little bit more that way. Very good. I'm going to make sure that, Judy, can you make sure those links go up on the Animal Radio website? So if you're interested in learning more about this and about the disease and what Donna Koch has done, thank you so much, our Hero of the Week. My pleasure. Thank you. Animal Radio's Hero People is underwritten by Zuterin, the only FDA-approved non-surgical method for sterilization of male dogs. Zuterin offers an alternative to neutering male dogs, thus helping reduce the pet overpopulation problem. One injection provides a safe, permanent, and virtually painless alternative to surgical castration. Zuterin, a permanent and cost-effective alternative to neutering male dogs. Learn more at www.zuterin.com. That's Z-E-U-T-E-R-I-N.com. Oh, I got to thank our underwriters, Stella and Chewies. They have the brand new intro pack for your dog, eight and a half ounces of Chewy's Chicken or Stella's Super Beef, Duck Duck Goose, Simply Venison, or Phenomenal Pheasant, the latter of which is Ladybug's favorite. But you can find out what your dog's favorite is by heading over to wherever Stella and Chewy's is sold and picking up one of the intro packs. Ladies and gentlemen, the dog father, Joey Volani, how are you doing? I'm doing good. What a woman sent, um, sent me a question on by email and um, wanted to know about flea powder. She said, I talk about all kinds of flea, flea powder. They still make that stuff? Yeah, they still make it. Matter of fact, I, I had a um, just a recent encounter, and that's what made me want to talk about this. Anyway, she puts it on a cat, and um, after she put it on the cat, the cat had a, had a serious reaction to it. So she wanted to know, how safe is flea powder, and um, do I recommend it? Well, it's a twofold question with me because I recommend it, but I recommend it as a carpet um, um, preventative for fleas, like sprinkling it down into your carpets on your furniture, letting it sit there and vacuum it up. I am not a big fan of putting it on pets. See, unfortunately, what happens is um, 
when they find out if it's safe or if it's not safe, it's usually tested for people and not your pets because pets still don't have value. So when you get some of these companies and some of the bigger companies, which I do not want to name names, um, some of the products that they use are highly toxic still and also can be toxic to people. Uh, matter of fact, I had an experience in a grooming salon after using flea powder, and this was going back in the 80s, where somebody had a serious reaction, had to go to the hospital, and um, was in serious condition for a couple of days and then came out of it. So I am not a big fan of, of flea powders at all, of putting it on your pets. Last week I was at a um event and um a woman had a um schnauzer and and she wanted the dog to take a picture with me and when, as soon as I picked the dog up I was able to smell the flea powder it was actually choking me and I can only imagine what it was doing to this poor dog that it was sitting on My recommendation is this if it bothers you it's going to bother your pet Okay so good. by smelling it by feeling it by putting it on your skin and, and, and you don't feel it's right or you have some sort of reaction, stay away from it. There's other things. We can use flea shampoos. You can use some of the topicals that are being put on these pets that um, are highly tested. They, they um, you know, have proven to actually be on the safer side. I used to be against them as well at some point, but now I'm feeling more comfortable with some of the good ones that you get from your veterinarians. I would not just go to your store and buy a flea preventative. Talk to your professional. Talk to your groomer. Talk to your veterinarian. And I think you'll be um, on the safer side if you do that. Ask questions. That's really what it's all about. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. We've heard about leash laws for dogs, but Cindy D.C. from Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, wants a leash law for cats. Dog owner Deezy says she wants cat owners to be as responsible as dog owners. She said her dog was seriously hurt twice while chasing a cat from her yard. She is among those tired of cats wandering the neighborhood, damaging plants, tearing up lawn furniture, and using their lawns as litter boxes. Deezy says, if my dog was digging up people's gardens and peeing and leaving animal parts, people would be up in arms. In response to the complaints, the city is considering picking up roaming cats, but they haven't decided on a cat leash law yet. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1 866 405 8405. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets toll-free, 1-866-405-8405 to reach out to the Dream Team right now. Next hour, Danica McKellar will be joining us. Very excited about this. As I mentioned earlier in the show, I had a little boy crush on her from uh, the Wonder Years. Yeah, I still do. And, you know, she was on Dancing with the Stars Mm -hmm. just recently. I missed that, unfortunately. Had I known, I would have taped it, of course. would have, yes. I've been all over that. You would have watched it multiple times. And she's a math geek. Just like in the show, the television show, (laughs) she's written several books, math books, you know, where you ask most actors and actresses what they aspire to do after being a child actor. They usually say, write math books, right? No? Of course. 
She's doing some special stuff, and we'll talk to her next hour. But right now we have Susan Sims, the publisher of Fido Friendly Magazine, with us. She's just about to kick off the Get Your Licks on Route 66 adoption tour that she does every year. You must be very excited about that. Well, I am beyond excited. I First of all, just to be able to have the opportunity to do this every year, get on the road and help spread the word about adoption and help these shelters out. And we get to go from L.A. to Chicago. It's it's the most fun. I, I can't even believe I get to do it. Now, I can't believe we've been doing this for six years. No. Really? Six years. It, it uh, started with the idea that uh, we do a lot of traveling and uh, Fido Friendly is out there reviewing hotels and destinations. And we thought, gosh, we're out here so much. We should be able to help uh, raise awareness for adoption. And it and that's how the idea was born. And uh, gosh, in the first five years, we've helped place over 2,000 pets into new forever homes. So we're very proud of that. Well, I always tell people to wait till the big tour and to go on out yeah. and adopt their animals. And this time, it looks like you're going to be stopping at, well, it looks like a dozen different places along Route 66. Is that correct? Yeah, we have about 17 events this year. And uh, the very first one that's in Riverside, California, on the 12th, what's real special about that, they have a special adoption rate. It's only $20. Okay. So if, if people have been looking into that area and they, they want to go out there and hopefully find their, uh, their new next forever friend that's a a good way to do it okay so if you're listening in the los angeles area this friday at the riverside animal shelter at 6851 van buren riverside 20 dollars to adopt an animal then on saturday you're going to be uh, at la animal services right so we actually have three in a row so we have the van eyes on the 13th and we're excited because danica mckeller uh (laughs) she's she's a well-known actress and uh animal lover and also an author of many uh math books she's going to make a special appearance on the 13th and also uh brandon mcmillan and people have been watching him on tv with his uh his uh saturday morning show called <laughs> lucky dog so we've got a lot of people that are going to come out to see everybody there so you got one for the girls and one, one for, for the guys, guys. that's the way to go yeah <laughs> go, that's Susan. right that's, that's right. how we roll that's right and then you're going to be in mission hills just down the street uh on sunday it looks like right on the 14th we're going going to have um, our third in a row, and that's going to be at the Best Friends Pet Adoption and Spay and Neuter Center in Mission Hill. So that's going to be noon to four, and I hope uh, people that if they can't make it out to Van Nuys and, and they're still looking to help support the tour, because we, we help raise money while we're doing this, too. We have a big spinning wheel, and sponsors provide product, and when people donate to Spin and Win, the, the proceeds from, from that day go directly to the shelter. So we're helping in any and every way that we can. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely fabulous. Now, let me give uh, some cities out here. You're going to be in Phoenix. You're going to be in Albuquerque, Santa Fe, Amarillo, uh, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Joplin, Springfield, St. Louis. Listening over there in St. Louis on KTRS. Going to be in your town there on the 5th of October, October, it looks like. Uh, Then in Chicago, Springfield, Illinois, Kansas City, and Kansas City, both Missouri and Kansas will get your love. You want to learn more, you head on over to the Fido Friendly website. What What is that? Do you have a special one for the tour? We actually, you can find uh, information on FidoFriendly.com, and you can also go to Get Your Licks on Route66.com, and, and both will give you the itinerary, the dates, and locations. Susan, we are so glad to partner up with you on this every year, doing such great work. And I so appreciate that your support. That really has helped, um, helped us continue to do this. So thank you guys, and we'll be checking in. You better believe it. 
get your licks on Route 66. More information over at the website. Let's take another call for Dr. Debbie. We have Jeff on the line. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing? I'm still good today. How are you? Very good. What can we do for you? Uh, I have a older cat, about 17 years old, has cataracts, and he's like now I can see like he can't hear too well. Uh, mm-hmm. It's anything suggest as far as you know, let him live his life out like that, or is that operation for the cataracts affordable? Or now, did you say he's 17 years of age? Yeah, he's about 17, 16, oh, and eight years old, but he's pretty spry. You know, he's <laughs> still kicking good. Okay. Well, that's a phenomenal lifespan for a kitty at right. 17. So right. kudos to you. Um, you. You know, and I guess for cataracts in cats, um, there can be some confusion because cataracts aren't as common in cats as we see them in dogs. They can, especially over the age of 12 or 13, they can get what we call lenticular sclerosis, which is kind of a white change in the lens of the eye doesn't it's not really a true cataract so um it might just be important to make sure we get that properly diagnosed and have a vet look at those to see if in fact it is cataracts um i guess my my next thing would be is in my eyes i don't think it's going to matter because i think in a 17 year old cat the last thing i do is consider cataract surgery um seven year old ten year old um you know we might talk about things like that but um with cats cataracts in the true sense of the form it's usually as a result of some other problem going on in the eye. So we tend to look for causes of problems, uh, what we call uveitis, uh, infections and so forth, and trauma to the eye. So my hope and my best guess is going to be that your kitty has this more of this aging change in the eye, which isn't really a true cataract. And if that's the case, we don't do anything. We just... Right. Make sure we make accommodations. Sometimes uh, right. dark, right. Uh, dark areas yeah. could be a little hard for them I mean, to he see. Wants it, he walks into the wall every once in a while, but he doesn't hurt himself, so he's doing uh-huh. okay. Yeah, yeah. And there are some, in dogs, we can see cataracts with things like diabetes. In cats, occasionally we can. So, you know, if you haven't had a, a you know regular uh, visit or blood work, that might be something just to make sure because that kind of condition, absolutely, we're going to want to treat. And, um, you know, the cataracts are kind of just tagging along for the ride on those situations. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, All right, thank you very much. Take care, Jeff. All right. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Justin Silver from CBS's Dogs in the City here on Animal Radio, just reminding you to always stay new to your pets. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Wow, you crammed a lot into last hour. I'm telling you, this hour, it gets even better. Danica McKellar from the Wonder Years, uh, Winnie on the Wonder Years. You remember him, Joey. Her, Her. Joey, don't you? Her, yes. Yes, only only because you reminded me. Yes, uh, she was the cute one. She was the only one that I remember from that show. Yeah. I know Fred Savage was on the show. I, I, but I, I don't know. He was, was cute, but, it, you yeah. know, in a male way. <laughs> He's doing pretty well now these days, I understand also. Well, she did uh, Dancing with the Stars, and she's now a math geek. She's written books called Math Doesn't Suck, or Kiss My Math, or Hot X, Algebra Exposed, or geometry takes shape, girls get curves. Wow. Apparently all books written for, or I guess the audience is supposed to be young girls. girls. Young girls? Yes. Okay. 
And, of course, she was on the West Wing, too. But we all remember her from uh, the Wonder Years, and she'll be on in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. So let's go to the phones right now, toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Christine. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing fine. And you? Good. Where are you calling from? I'm over in Missouri right now, Lola, Missouri. Are you a driver? Yes, I'm a truck driver. How, how are your pets today? Uh, he's doing fine. I was just wondering, you know, like the pad on their toes? He got it caught. It's probably been about nine days now. Okay. And he got it, he got it caught in the door when we were closing the door. Ouch. That, yeah, that pad came off. I mean, it was just hanging. So what we did is we just put Neosporin on it and wrapped it up. And had it wrapped up. Now, we just unwrapped it like two days ago. And half of it looks like it's connecting. Do you know if the other half will connect or will it just fall off or should I take him to the vet? Okay. I'm trying to imagine now, is this the front paw or the back paw? It's his front paw. Okay. And they have like the, the toe pads and then there's a bigger pad. Right. Um, and then there's even a small little what we call an accessory pad kind of up the ankle. Which Which area are we talking about? His uh, toe pad. It's not the big one in the middle. It's like okay. you know, like our thumb. It would be the one right next to it. Okay. Yeah, and fortunately, um, dogs have an amazing ability to heal on the foot area. Un- unfortunately, they frequently damage and injure those areas. And my own dogs have done this, uh, running out on rocks where they kind of slough and tear off parts of their foot pad. Um, so I, I think, yes, your your dog's pad will heal up. Now, it's already been quite a ways. Um, if it's been that long now, um, it might be worthwhile getting that checked out with a veterinarian. Um, but typically, even even if good parts of that toe pad are cut off, um, it will regenerate and it does grow back. The hard thing is to make sure we keep them off that foot. We make them as comfortable as possible and we guard against infection. Um, so hard to say with your situation. If you've been doing some of that home care, we might be okay. Um, but I think yeah. it's always good to get a professional to look at that and see if it's something that might need a stitch because in some cases when these Toe pads kind of get sliced. Um, we do need to get some stitches to kind of help the area heal. Um, and, and, and do you normally have um, your pet out uh, running around a lot, or was this just a freak accident that kind of happened? No, it was just a freak accident. It was in the truck. We're truck drivers and uh, accidentally closed the door because he's getting old. He used to jump up on the seat, so he never had that problem. And that day, he just happened to, he doesn't hear real well like he used to. And I guess he didn't know, realized the door was closing and his foot was right there. And it just kind of peeled it all the way back. It was hanging. And like I said, we had uh, put the neosporin, and we kept it wrapped up. And it's doing really good. Now, underneath, it's starting to, you know, like it's getting real, like, smooth. It's healing. But, uh, like I said, just half of it has yeah, I think at this point it would be worthwhile to have that looked at because at 10 days down the road you shouldn't have anything dangling still. Um, so that's yeah. where you might need to get something, you know, maybe a quick stitch or two to go in there. And sometimes there, when there is a tear like that, um, some of that tissue can't always be safe. So we want to make sure we do the best thing for him, uh, preserve his comfort. And that's certainly the foremost because, you know, they're walking on their toes all day long. We got to make sure that, um, you know, we keep that in the best healing uh, ability there. 
So yeah. give that a try. I hope we get your boy walking good there soon. This is Dr. Debbie. Give me a call at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. And don't forget, you can ask your questions from the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android, and also listen to past shows and go through all our resources. That's brought to us by Dr. Fosters and Smith, and it's a free download. So do it now. Coming up this hour, Danica McKellar. She was Winnie from the Wonder Years. <laughs> And she'll, she'll be joining us in just a few minutes. That crush is coming out. Yeah, yeah it is. I heard the sound blushing. of it. <laughs> I'll wait till she comes on. He's going to be all tongue-tied. Oh, oh uh, it's, it's going to be funny. Uh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, he doesn't want to talk about it now. No, I don't. What are you working on? Um, you know those 3D printers that are so cool? Yes. You've seen those, right? They're, they're absolutely amazing. They, they shouldn't even be called printers. They should be called builders because they actually build things. Well, now a company in Taiwan, uh, University, has actually come up with a way to use them to help animals. And the first animal helped a duck named Quack Quack. Huh. They built him something, and it worked on one of these 3D printer things. Wow. Okay. We'll find out about that in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Big news. Sprint's offering the hottest deal in wireless. Switch your whole family up to 10 lines to Sprint and get unlimited talk, text, and 20 gigabytes of high-speed data to share for only $100 a month for your whole account. It's double the high-speed data of the other guys for a family of four. Verizon and AT&T charge $160 and T-Mobile charges $100, and they just give you 10 gigabytes. But with Sprint, you get 20 gigabytes. That's two times the data. To make it easier, we'll even buy out your family's contract up to $350 per line. The Sprint Family Share Pack, only $100 a month for the whole family up to 10 lines including unlimited talk and text on america's newest network simply put it's the hottest deal in wireless so come into a sprint store today it's 930 14 coverage and offer not available everywhere subject credit and line port and excludes taxes surcharges roaming international premium content price promo through 2015 after 2015 also pay $15 a month per line access charge $350 via visa prepaid card and requires online registration comparison is to 10 gigabyte high speed 3 and 4g plans for four lines other data options available prohibited network use rules prioritization and throughput reduction applies comparison includes additional two gigabytes sprint and one gigabyte verizon data promos restrictions apply at stellan they're dedicated to the simple proposition that pets should be healthy and happy. Their commitment to quality starts with their ingredients. Every Stella & Chewy's product is made with raw, naturally raised meat, poultry, or fish, sourced from USDA-inspected facilities without added hormones or antibiotics. Unlike commercial pet food, which is one of the most highly processed products on the planet with much of its nutritional value cooked away, Stella & Chewy's dog and cat food is nutritious and delicious. Learn more at StellaAndChewy's.com. America was built by people with a few dollars and a dream. And while many don't know it, there's one path to success that still only requires a dream and about $10. That's right. If your dream is to start or grow your business, something as simple as the right business card could make all the difference. And today, at Vistaprint.com, you can get 500 full-color business cards for only $9.99. That's right. Only $9.99. Just go to Vistaprint.com and enter promo code 7676 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7676. Hi, Randy Travis here, and you're listening to Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Time for uh, self-proclaimed nutcase and all-around funny guy, Francesco Marchuliano. 
Hey, how's it going? It's it's a nice to have a title. Yeah, well, I figured <laughs> after last interview with you that we should probably refresh people because it was sort of like a coming out for you where you really became crazy on air. I finally got to be me. And now I'm just going to be the most somber. This is going to be the most boring four and a half hours. You're going <laughs> to... Well, now you have a brand new book out. We knew this was coming out, but I wanted you back on the show when this one came out. It's called I Need My Mommy, uh, spelled K-N-E-A-D. Uh, it follows up great books like I Could Pee on This, which uh, was a good one. What was the dog one? Oh, I, I could, could Chew, chew on, on This. this. Yeah. I Could Chew on This. All, all the things that are look, going to look great as an epitaph on my tombstone. So this, uh, this was obviously a niche that needed to be filled, the kitten niche. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it was basically I wanted to do sort of the sequel slash prequel, I guess, would be to the uh, I Could Pee on This. You know what? You should get together with that grumpy cat guy. This is an amazing story. The grumpy cat, do you follow how much this guy oh, is making? Grumpy cat, uh, we have the same publisher. There's grumpy cat, there's little bub. There are uh, there are se- there are several absolutely adorable cats who have very good agents. Yes, they do. A hundred million dollars. Yeah. I saw this uh, grumpy cat was worth. Wow. Now. Which, wow! I am not worth. Wow! That. Well, you've got the publisher, the same publisher. You you should you have What's the your door. Excuse? Well, yeah, really, you got to come up with something <laughs> here. Uh, I need my mommy. I haven't seen it yet. What's in it? Obviously, more poems. I would imagine. It, yeah, it's it's more poems. It's all from kitten points of view. When you uh, wrote this book, you say you write it from the view of the cat. Is that, are you, uh, are you translating four cats that have uh, spoken to you, or are you like a method actor just getting into the whole cat viewpoint type of thing? Do you get on the floor and everything to be from their viewpoint to write? I mean, how does that happen that you write? Tell us your mad- yes. madness to your There's method. There's no way I could say yes to either one of those and come across as anything resembling a sane person. <laughs> you hear the voices in your head. <laughs> or you climb around on all fours naked. Which one is it? Which is your method? Uh, uh, you know, a little, little both, actually. For its tail. Is it an extension cord? How bad do you get into this? No. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, it really is. I've been around animals all my life. I've been very lucky to do so. And, uh, I mean, but it's getting to the animal's point of view, but it is also can get into a person's point of view, whereas, like, cats can be introverts, which I know I don't come across in this in any way, shape, or form. I am severely... <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> hearing the vocal version, the other version, you don't know what's happening on the other side here. You don't know if I'm doing this from inside a closet. <laughs> I am. It's called a studio apartment in New York. Yeah. You know, but it's it's a matter of also seeing how, like if you're a kid, how things can be overwhelming or how things can be very exciting and, you know, what you can get away with. So there's very much that mentality of like a terrible twos with kittens and a little older kids with that. So... And, like, I could pee on this. It was very much the same way. It's like, okay, it's introverts, but how about, you know, how do you interact with people when you don't want to interact with people, which a lot of cats do? And also, as I said, I've been around cats for a long time, and um, they make sense to me. Whether or not, whatever that says about me, I'm not quite sure if I should have said that out loud. No, I don't understand them. I certainly don't, but hopefully wow. hopefully the book might enlighten me a little bit to know the philosophy. I think it will. That's why you should buy 40 cups. No, 40,000 copies of it. Well, you know, I could pee on this. did pretty that well. would help me immeasurably. If you could do that around Christmas, on Christmas Hanukkah time, I would. Thank you. That it, might, it might bring him out of the closet. Why wait? <laughs> Can't you pre-order? Why, why, why not do it now? Start buying in bulk. That's what I do. Yes. Now you you stay busy. Of course, you're the uh, you write the Sally Forth comic strip in over 700 newspapers. As a writer, it's really you draw. Really, is what you do. You don't really. No, no... I actually am the writer. There, there is an artist who draws the strip. Really? I took it over. I took Sally Forth over in '97 because that comic strip's been out since 
1981 or 82, and if I was doing it back then, that would have been a fantastic income to have in middle school, you know, years. Sure, but, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, any income is great in middle school years, but you know, it's I, I am the writer. I write the script. I write the scene description, and the art is done by Jim Keefe, and mm-hmm. he's fantastic. And we have the same mentality for good or for bad, you know. But it's um, you know, I, I love doing it, and I hope I get to do it, you know, for as long as newspapers last. So I got about a good six weeks. Yeah, is. Uh... <laughs> Is that the way most comic strips are done with like more than one person? Um, it's not uncommon. A lot of them are the, the the writer and the artist are the same person, and I think that's what most people think. If they think like a Peanuts or Garfield or right. Boone County or Farside, it's usually one person doing both. But there are the strips like Zits or uh, Baby Blues and various other ones, and then some strips are just handed down almost like primogeniture. The 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 eldest son gets to take over the strip, and it just passes down the family line like Blondie. That's been one family for like 78 years wow, now. Wow, I didn't know that. So you, you don't do any of the drawing at all? You just... You, I, I, I like how... So you don't really don't do anything. You, you just sit <laughs> around, you come up with ideas for four or five... Little ideas, and some man has to do the real work, because yes. you're a lazy son of a... No. I'm the same around here. I tell everyone what to do around here. I come up with the ideas. I sit in a, in a corner in a dark room, and I come up with the ideas, and then I bark orders to everyone. Hey, I want to know why you didn't put the song in there that Hillary wrote. What song? I... Oh, wow, someone read the strip. I'd read it faithfully. I'm, tell- I'm telling my syndicate, I get to keep the job. <laughs> um, there was, uh, Hillary wrote a love song for her boyfriend, but the song was not seen in the strip. No. And, I mean, the reason why that was is, one, I'm not a songwriter. I, mean, I can do the poetry and stuff, but in order to fit what would hopefully be a sincere and touching song and three little panels with floating little musical notes around it would not have come across as touching and sincere and seeing someone sing it would have come across a little ridiculous there's no way within the confines of the comic strip it would have been the sincerity i wanted and i thought whatever someone would think she would sing to him would probably be better than what i would have come up with you can use the technique. It's sort of like the end of Lost in Translation. You wonder what he said to her, and that's more magical than if you heard what he said. Oh, uh, see, you could have done what you did with like "Let's Party, Dancey, Dancey." So you could have done oh, well, that. Oh, see, that's not supposed to be a great song. I know, but you could have done. Okay, we got off track here. Anyway. Yeah, think. <laughs> Someone actually did the recording for that. Someone recorded that song and put it on YouTube. Uh, it's really just that one lyric, you're so party, let's go dancing. But uh, I am determined to be on the VMAs next year. It's going to happen. I'm going to, apparently, I have to shake my ass the entire time. But it'll be good. I can do this. Um, uh, well, we, we have our fingers crossed. We are with uh, Francesco Marcellano, who is the author of many great books. Most recognized, to me at least, is I Could Pee on This. And uh, we're yeah, and you know who, who we're going to have on in just a couple of minutes here. This is very exciting. You might remember this young lady. Did you ever watch The Wonder Years? Mm-hmm. I love The Wonder Years. Oh, you mean Winnie? Winnie Cooper? Winnie, yes. yes. Winnie's going to oh, be so she's gonna talk, the math book. She writes all math. She writes math books. Yes, right? yes she does. She's going to be yeah, on the show fantastic. a little bit later. Danica. And I think I might. I think my mom was. I remember when that show was happening. My mom was happy because I believe, unless my mom got it wrong, she's half Portuguese, and we never see any Portuguese people on television. So my mom was just happy that that person's Portuguese. Huh. I wonder so, if that's true or not. We'll have to find out. Dan- now, now that I said you're gonna, she's gonna say no. I'm Korean, and I'm gonna be completely <laughs> off. <laughs> she's. A, I always had a crush on her in yeah, the Wonder Years. Did. Yeah. Uh, Danica McKellar, and she'll be joining us in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. And also big news that uh, the British photographer, uh, what's his name? I forget. He did self-portraits of monkeys. Did you you see this book? No. Did Did you see? Monkey self-portraits? He gave the monkeys the camera? Apparently, that's exactly right. He had them take selfies. 
and apparently they cannot be copyrighted. A court in uh, a U.S. court just oh my God. apparently that was an issue. That monkeys selfies now cannot be copyrighted. So we'll be wow. we'll have more news on That's that. In nice just a few to minutes. know. This is just and it's going to be a pointless aside. But a couple of years ago, I actually saw a painting in a store. And it was monkey portrait, and it was this monkey in Edwardian dress, you know, with the full top hat, the gloves. I mean, it was like a 1900s painting, you know, with, with the walking stick, the ivory cane, the whole ascot, and everything. <laughs> and I kept thinking, and I'm, you know, at first thought it was like it was like 150 dollars, and because of the way it looked, they said, I don't know if that's the going rate for craft, because it wasn't a great painting. <laughs> But all I can say is, if that painting was called Monkey Self-Portrait, yes. uh, that bastard would be, I'm sorry, that, that thing would be on my wall right now. <laughs> There's no way I would not have Monkey Self-Portrait, the painting on there, no matter what it looked like. I'm, I'm intrigued right now. I would consider that, too. Well, you ought to stick around, Francesco. I'm just thinking, just to talk to Danica. Can he do that? That would be fantastic. I'm, I'm can, sure we, she's, can we I, do that? You know, honestly, it is her portion. By no means am I trying to horn in on anyone else's portion on the radio. That's not what I would want to do. If, if that works, and that would be fun for you guys. But I'm not going, I need to be more on air. You know, well, so. here's the deal. It's, we want to do this sort of like uh, Johnny Carson did it. And our guests move one seat down on the couch <laughs> as the new guests come in. Uh, so I have no problem with that. If you want to stick around for Danica McKellar. Well, thank God this ain't, you know, a, a studio where there's a camera, because I think I'm in the last seat here. I'll be moving off stage. <laughs> hey, I want to know what's coming up next after I need my mommy. What's in the works? Um, the next book is, and I actually finished it just a couple weeks ago. I sent it to the publisher. Really? It's, uh, it's not, it is a cat book, because legally I'm bound to do that until age 200. No, I mean, I, I love writing cat books, and it, but it's more in the terms of advice. You're actually doing community service. This is community service. You have to write so many cat books for something that you your probation must have done something terrible. Yeah, <laughs> probation you know, violation. One I day think. at Sears when I was five. No, yeah, no. It's uh, it's another cat book, but I'm very happy with it. It's not poetry. It was it's trying to do something different. And then there. I don't hear it in you. I don't hear the genuine love or passion for whatever you're writing or whatever no, you just no, turned no. in. I I just wrote it consistent. I'm very happy with it. I just finished it. So right now it's sort of like that was several weeks of work. Okay. So in like another two days, I'm going to be very happy with it. But I'm at the part like the publisher has it. I wait for the comments. Uh-oh. But I, I was very happy because it, it was com- something completely different. It was very much in the cat's mentality. It, uh, if you want to know how to live your life in the version of a cat, which is a very self-absorbed life, I think you'll enjoy this book. It's basically how to get your way in everything. It'll be fantastic. You're very <laughs> prolific. Can I say that right now? You, how many books a year do you write? When you sit down to write a book like this, 700,000 words a day, what? I've been lucky the last couple of years. I've managed to have a book out each year, so I've been very happy with that. And then uh, the Sally Forth comic strip, I do the online strip. Um, I write for some humor websites like Smosh. I do that. And I used to write for Onion News Network. And um, now I've... Uh this is basically what I wanted to do since age nine. So uh, any kid listening, if you have a career set, and even if it's I want to be king, maybe it can happen. Yeah. Maybe. It depends who you overthrow and what you can do. You know, if, you, if you're a nine-year-old who can overthrow the government, this is your time. It absolutely is. Let's go ahead and give out nine copies of I Need My Mommy. one 405 For each life. <laughs> Very good. 8405. If you're not lucky enough to get on through, head on over to Amazon.com or to your local bookstore if there's still one that exists in your town and buy this book and make this guy, as I said last time, Bloody Rich with uh, I Need My Mommy. Good book. I think it's a good book. I'll read it later on today. Uh, hang tight there for a second, will you, Francesco? I will. Okay. Thank you very much. Of thank course. you. No, thank you. one 405 8405 
Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Cleaning out the fish tank is a pretty bad job anyway, but it was a lot worse for veterinarian Kevin Friels. While doing some routine maintenance on his saltwater tank, Friels was attacked by Lily the lionfish, who jabbed him with six of her venomous spines. He started having seizures and called his girlfriend, who said she only heard screaming on her end of the line. She quickly called 911, and it took eight paramedics to hold Friels on the stretcher. Doctors say he could have died in an hour because. Because Lily's venom was paralyzing his heart. Although Friels will improve in a couple weeks, he's not taking any chances. He's selling Lily the lionfish, but she'll come with a stern warning. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Big news. Sprint's offering the hottest deal in wireless. Switch your whole family up to 10 lines to Sprint and get unlimited talk, text, and 20 gigabytes of high-speed data to share for only $100 a month for your whole account. It's double the high-speed data of the other guys for a family of four. Verizon and AT&T charge $160 and T-Mobile charges $100. And they just give you 10 gigabytes. But with Sprint, you get 20 gigabytes. That's two times the data. To make it easier, we'll even buy out your family's contract up to $350 per line. The Sprint Family Share Pack. Only $100 a month for the whole family up to 10 lines, including unlimited talk and text on America's newest network. Simply put, it's the hottest deal in wireless. So come into a Sprint store today. It's 93014. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Subject credit and line port and excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, international premium content. Price promo through 2015. After 2015, also pay $15 a month per line access. Charge $350 via Visa prepaid card and requires online registration. Comparison is to 10 gigabyte high-speed 3 and 4G plans for 4 lines. Other data options available. Prohibited network use rules, prioritization, and throughput reduction applies. Comparison includes additional 2 gigabytes Sprint and 1 gigabyte Verizon data promos. Restrictions apply. Hey guys, if you're into fantasy football, you'll want to hear this. These new one-week fantasy football leagues at FanDuel.com are the hottest thing in fantasy sports. At FanDuel, you play in one-week fantasy football leagues for real money with immediate cash payouts. And with no season-long commitment, you only play when you want. And get this, there's a 36-year-old guy in Detroit named Chris Prince who's won over $656,000 playing at FanDuel. Damn! And he's not alone. Over 278,000 people have already won money playing in these one-week fantasy leagues at FanDuel.com. FanDuel's so big that they're paying out $10 million every week this football season. And right now, FanDuel is giving you up to $200 free. That's right. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to $200. But hurry, this offer expires this Friday. The only way to get up to $200 free is to go to FanDuel.com. Click the microphone in the upper right corner and use the promo code FOOTBALL26. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L dot com. Promo code FOOTBALL, the number 26. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Tammy Trujillo. SeaWorld has decided not to fight a court decision that keeps them from putting trainers into the water with killer whales. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration issued the citations back in 2010. It's after trainer Don Bronkow died during a killer whale show at SeaWorld in Orlando. SeaWorld challenged the initial rulings, but they were held up in April, and now SeaWorld says it will not be taking the case to the Supreme Court. Bracknow's death was the focus of last year's documentary, Blackfish, which questioned whether orcas should be kept in captivity at all. It led to a lot of criticism of parks like SeaWorld. SeaWorld has labeled the documentary as propaganda. 
There is more high-tech help for animals. There's a duck in Taiwan named Quack Quack, and he is back on two feet thanks to a custom-made 3D brace. Quack Quack was severely injured when he was attacked by a dog a few months ago. Veterinarians at the National Taiwan University Animal Hospital worked with a design and technology group to create a 3D model of his foot, and then they used it to print out the brace and a shoe for him. And once he got it all on, he was walking with it in just 15 minutes. Now, the work took a couple of months. It cost over $3,000. But animal welfare groups say now that it's been done once, the price should start coming down so more animals can benefit from the technology. And the British Family History website, Find My Past, wants people to share stories of their own family heroes to help create what they're calling the Hall of Heroes. It launched recently, and among one of the first stories is that of Rip. Rip is a World War II rescue dog credited with saving more than 100 lives. Rip searched for people buried in the rubble after bombing raids during the Blitz. He was awarded the Dickens Medal for Bravery in 1945. The site is donating 10 pounds to the British Red Cross for every real-life story, human or otherwise, that's published. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Drs. Foster & Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Really? No way. Hey, I'm Eric from Sam Adams, here to get craft beer drinkers' reactions as they secretly taste Sam Adams' Boston Lager. It's got a good body. It's got a great taste. It's very smooth. I, I like that. You think you've had this beer before? No. This is Sam Adams' Boston Sam Lager. Sam Adams! Like, <laughs> that was good. Yes. Sam Adams. That's easy to drink. It's tasty. It's a very flavorful, drinkable beer. Smooth, but it does have flavor. I love a Boston Lager. What this tested is it put Sam Adams back on the map for me. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass, it was Boston Hey guys, if you're into fantasy football, you'll want to hear this. These new one-week fantasy football leagues at FanDuel.com are the hottest thing in fantasy sports. At FanDuel, you play in one-week fantasy football leagues for real money with immediate cash payouts. And with no season-long commitment, you only play when you want. And get this, there's a 36-year-old guy in Detroit named Chris Prince who's won over $656,000 playing at FanDuel. Damn! And he's not alone. Over 278,000 people have already won money playing in these one-week week fantasy leagues at FanDuel.com. FanDuel's so big that they're paying out $10 million every week this football season. And right now, FanDuel is giving you up to $200 free. That's right. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to $200. But hurry, this offer expires this Friday. The only way to get up to $200 free is to go to FanDuel.com. Click the microphone in the upper right corner and use the promo code FOOTBALL26. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L dot com. Promo code FOOTBALL, the number 26. It's toll-free, one 866 
8405 for the entire Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani. Even Ladybug, the studio stun dog, answering questions today for fellow dogs, I believe. And cats. And cats? She's not specious. I thought she didn't answer calls no, for you. No, she decided that, that, you know, she can't. can't that is that. good to know. I'm yes. very delighted about that. Hey, Francesco, how are you doing? I'm here. Hey, okay. how's it going? I brought uh, Francesco back, Francesco Martigliano. We found out last hour in your second visit on Animal Radio that uh, you are the comic strip creator for Sally Forth, but I realized last hour that you really just uh, tell people what to do. You write the comic strip, basically, and then... He fills uh, in the bubbles. And then you fill in the bubbles, right? I, I fell in your eyes. I, I remember that. I remember when, when, I, when, I dro- when your, your opinion of me dropped through the basement. Well, i got to tell you, you know, it's not true. Your my opinion of you is I want your job is what I want. I'm thinking very highly of you, and of course we were talking about the guest coming up next hour, which was Danica McKellar, and you said very much that you'd like to join us. So I brought you back in on the conversation here <laughs> well, with us. Well, no, no, I was invited. I don't want to make it sound like I was horned in. It's like I have to be on the radio more. It's always an honor. The studio is packed now, and Danica, hi, Danica, calling us on Skype. How are you doing today? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Very good. Are you in your kitchen? Uh, no, I'm in my office. In your office, set the scene. What are you looking out at right now? I'm looking out at the backyard. We have a little playset that we just got, um, which uh, our our new dog is fascinated by, but has not actually tried to interact with yet. <laughs> wow, you got a new dog. We have a new dog. As it, yeah, it's been it was been like ten days, not oh, even. Wow. Well, because I know that you were going to wait until the whole family thing came together. So I'm glad to hear this. What? Tell us about the dog. Oh my God, he's the cutest little thing ever. I he's two years old. He's a rescue dog. He was a stray, so we don't really know what he is, but he seems to be. He looks like a mix of like maybe corgi and pomeranian. He's mid-size. Um, I don't know. He's mid-size, so like he's big. He'd fall off your lap kind of if you didn't like put him in the right position. Um, he's, <laughs> he's adorable. He's got the softest little ears, and we're all just in love with him. His name is Spartacus. Spartacus. <laughs> Spartacus. That was his name at the shelter, and we didn't want it. We thought it was a great name, so we just kept it. What shelter did you get him from? In KLA. They're doing good things over there. They really are. Well, so now you're uh, helping out with the Phyto-Friendly 6th Annual Month-Long Adoption Tour, the Get Your Licks on Route 66. Has it really been this, is this six years? I know. Holy yes. moly. You're actually a spokesperson this year, aren't you? Yes, I am the spokesperson. I'm very excited. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to find a lot of homes for a lot of little puppies and kittens. I always love this tour because, you know, it's all along Route 66, stopping at different adoption locations uh, to adopt out these amazing animals. And it kicks off September 13th in L.A. Are you going to be down there for that? I sure am. Ooh. Uh-oh. I think I'm on, uh, on, on my on way a to, to L.A. A trip to L.A. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, I'm a big fan. And I had a little boy crush on you when I was, um, I, who knows, maybe 30, 40. Back when you were... Uh, <laughs> Winnie on the Wonder Years. What year was that? Oh, gosh. The show went from 88 to 93. And you are in... A long time ago. (laughs) It was a long time ago. And in real life, you're sort of like that in real life. You're you're kind of a math geek, aren't you? I was a math major, and I have written four books now, um, three of which were New York York Times bestsellers, to encourage girls in math. I teach math. Um, The first book is called Math Doesn't Suck, then Kiss My Math, etc. They're very like fun conversational books to help just help kids not be so you know afraid of math because math doesn't have to be scary but often it is so i've found some really fun ways to present math in a way that is um more relatable and 
Uh, it's a much easier pill to swallow because let's face it, kids have to be in math class. So why not make it more palatable? Oh, I was one of those guys. I still kind of have trouble with math. I just don't get it. You know, I, I do. Now, you said you design these books for girls. Is it, are you saying that girls have more math troubles than boys? Well, it's not that they actually have more math troubles because they do just as well in terms of the grades in, in middle school and high school. But there's a perception out there that girls aren't supposed to be as good at math as boys. So girls automatically assume they're not going to do as well. And so as soon as they hit a stumbling block, which usually happens in high school at some point, they take it as evidence of what they've known all along, which is that they're no good at math, which is silly because it's, it's confidence has so much to do with it. And we are taught from an early age that girls are the most important thing girls can work on is their appearance. <laughs> if they're attractive and as they grow up, they're going to be successful. Well, that's not, I mean, that's just the icing on the cake. And, and so a lot of girls think they have to choose between being like the fun, popular girl, ditzy girl, or the smart, serious girl that's antisocial. And it's so not true. So my books look more like teen magazines than math books because I want to show girls, look, you can totally be the full package. You can, you know, you can wear fun makeup and do fun hairstyles. Why not? And also study be great at math because if you're good at math, it's going to make you smarter. And math actually makes you smarter. It's like going to the gym for your brain. And you're going to be more successful no matter what you decide to do in life. I love it. I love it. We are with Danica McKellar. She, of course, is Winnie from uh, The Wonder Years. She also was on Dancing with the Stars. And I, yeah. how did you do on that? Oh, that was, ama- that was amazing. I, I got to dance um, eight out of ten weeks before I got booted off. And it was the most challenging thing I've ever done. It's funny because um, uh, my fiancé and I wanted to adopt a dog. And we were thinking, we were gearing up to do it. And then I got Dancing with the Stars and I was like, okay, this is going to completely eclipse my life. And I know that when you get a new dog, you really need to make sure you can carve out quite a bit of time to really focus on integrating your, your new family member. So like, okay, let's put that on hold. <laughs> let's just wait on that. And, um, yeah, it was, but it was a great experience, Dancing with Stars. And I'm so excited for the new season to start for all the new people to, uh, to approach this amazing challenge. It really tests you. It tests, your stamina, physically, mentally, emotionally, because of all the pressure and you're trying to learn these routines and you don't feel qualified and you've got millions of people watching you do what you don't think you're going to do a very good job on because you hardly had a chance to like learn the thing. And uh, But it's so fun. There's, there's glitter and glitz and fun costumes and the excitement of that live show. and It was amazing. And still, I think... I still feel like I'm on vacation ever since the show's been done. I'm like, ah, I can just like wake up and not have to like dance for five hours every single day with zero days off. I can actually take a breath and play and get a dog and, you know, enjoy life. That's a great message too, Danica, is that, you know, you're leading by example that it is an enormous responsibility to have pets and we do want people to adopt, but we want to make sure that they do have time in their lives that they can make that lifelong commitment. So I think not only you're a great math example for young gals, but um, for prospective pet owners. Yeah, because I mean, look, the message is, right, everybody adopt a dog because it's really important to give you save lives. And But you want to make sure that you're doing it at the right time in your life because you want to know. It's like it's not like having a kid. I have a child, and when people say having a dog is like having a child, I'm like, well, kind of. <laughs> Just you wait. Um, but it is partially like having a kid because it's a huge responsibility, and you've got this amazing little creature that needs your love and attention, and you want to make sure you can give it to them. 
This is we were talking about this yesterday. Judy got her little ladybug, and for the first two weeks of her, she never had a dog that like followed her around. I never Velcro. raised a puppy; always had older dogs. And you you didn't know if it was going to work for the first I two know weeks. No, to have this creature following me and, and need my every moment. But, and then all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden we finally clicked and got on the same page. But we spent, I mean, our first weeks we were together twenty four seven. But it is like raising a child, though. I mean, it, it does ta- it does consume a lot of your time and a lot of attention. It's a two year old for eighteen years. <laughs> right. It's right. and and they'll never. There's never a chance that they'll grow up and become a great actress and support you. Support me, yeah. Uh, or anything like that. But uh, so now, will you allow the dog in bed with you? Uh, I know that this is a big uh, this is controversy for a lot of people. A lot of trainers say don't allow the dog in bed. But I know at my house, there's I usually wake up in the morning. There's a dog and four cats somewhere. What bed? bed? Yes. <laughs> well, not yet. We're taking things slowly right now. We have a lot of rules. We usually all hang out in the family room together, or out in the yard, or we're on a walk, or we're doing something active. Um, right now, he's not coming upstairs, so we have that um, in place. And again, I say for now because yes. first we want to make sure he really is house trained. They say that when you first get a dog from the shelter, they're really scared about doing the wrong thing, so they're super good. But then after about a month, you're like, <laughs> where did this demon dog come from? We are with Danica McKellar. She, of course, is Winnie from The Wonder Years. I'll tell you right now, since you're a new dog owner, they are smart. And they will watch. <laughs> Spartacus will watch every single move and twitch I'm that you Spartacus. make. Yes. <laughs> and you're going to love it. I just am so glad that you got a dog. You know, I saw in here, I saw in the, the press release, which we get just before we have guests on, it says, oh, she doesn't have a dog. I know. I That's like, what it says. How could she know? understand? Yeah. But now you're on your way to understanding, I think. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I had a dog when I was when I was a teenager, um, living at home. But um, it but was have, different. <laughs> very different. It's very different when you're the mom of yes. the dog. Yes. And, I, and Spartacus knew right away. He knew that I was the mom. He just when he he comes. I mean, he came to me immediately when we were at the shelter and we were all in in the um, like the little visitation room where you get to play with the dog first to see if everybody gets along. He played with everyone and then he came right over to me yeah. and like to me. And I was like, yes, I'm the mommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very sweet. Do you uh, read the Sally Forth comic at all? Have you seen that? You read comics oh, at all? No, I, I haven't. You've oh. never seen Sally Forth? The, I don't think so. It's a comic that's been in the newspapers for years, years and years. And years, and years. Okay, you know, I'd probably recognize if I saw it. Probably. Uh, this uh, guy, Francesco Marchini, is on the phone with us. Hey, Fran- are you still there, Francesco? I'm still here, yeah. I, I've, I've just been listening. It's been great. Well, she needs to check out your latest books, especially the one, uh, I Could Pee on This. Uh, which was which was the dog one? Which was uh, I could chew on this, right? Yeah. It was I could pee on this and other poems by cats, and I could chew on this and other poems by dogs. But the one that's really doing really good is I could pee on this. I mean, you're, you're yeah, and I, I like that. I've been very fortunate. You have. You could probably buy a house from that now, right? Like a small one, like <laughs> well, a double one. I live in Manhattan, so no, I a can't studio. buy property at all. <laughs> I just want to say, I you know, I I know it's always people always say, but I love the Wonder Years, Aww, and uh, they kept me on because I made a mention because when the show came on. My my mom, and I don't know how she knew because it, it wasn't during the time of Google. She, my mom was proud to say she's Portuguese. Are you Portuguese? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, the, you know the Madeiras Islands and the Azores Islands. I'm um, I'm half that, whatever that is. So I because I, I, everybody says, oh, are you part Asian? You look part Asian, and there's nothing known. 
or, or, or Native American. Like, we don't know of any of that um, existing. But since on my mom's side is all from the Madeiras and the Azores, we're thinking maybe there was some Native Islander in there somewhere. And somehow maybe that was Asian-ish mixed with Portuguese. We don't really know. So it's sort of like like me. I'm a mutt. Yes. Yeah. We're the and best. That's just my mom's side. My dad's side is a complete mutt. But yes. I definitely, if, if I'm if I'm more of one ethnicity than anything else, it'd be Portuguese. Mom was right, so she, she'll be happy to hear that. <laughs> I'm learned a lot of Portuguese on TV. It meant something to her. It did mean something to her. I am so glad you were able to join us today, Danica. And, uh, Thank you for having me. I hope everybody comes out um, on September 13th in L.A. Get your licks on Route 66. We haven't mentioned where it's going to be in L.A. yet, and I don't think I have it right here. I see 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yes, it's at the, the Los Angeles Shelter. 14409 Van Owen Street in Van Nuys. And I understand that uh, it looks like there's going to be several L.A. stops on this. And, in fact, we're going to put the uh, the link to the schedule over at uh, AnimalRadio.com. Of course, the, we stand behind this tour every year as a sponsor of this. We think that it's an amazing tour and a great time to adopt an animal. So if you're listening in any of the markets where this tour stops, and you can find out by heading on over to the website, think about visiting, checking out an animal. Like I see, like, uh looks like, uh, what is that, the 10th month of September? October, October 5th uh, will be in St. Lewis for our brand new listeners on KTRS AM 550. The schedule, I'm going to put it over there at the uh, AnimalRadio.com website. And I'll be tweeting. I've got Twitter. I'll be tweeting everything all the time. So I'll see you guys on Twitter too. Greetings, Animal Radio lovers. Vinnie Penn, your party animal, coming at you with another party animal installment. I actually have a question for you. Uh, one of my last days on the beach uh, before New England uh, kisses the, the beautiful weather goodbye and braces itself for winter, uh, I noticed something very interesting. There was one guy on the beach who had a newborn with him, a newborn, about a year old, a uh, year and a half old, uh, kind of taking his first little lumbering steps on the sand. And uh, the guy was there without, uh, you know, uh, the baby's mother. And to my left, a bit of a ways down, was another gentleman who was frolicking with a dog in somewhat the same capacity. And I swear, if I'm not mistaken, the guy with the dog was getting more, the girls were staring at him, much more than the guy with the baby. Well, I guess as I say it out loud, women seeing a guy with a baby, they probably assume there's a mother not far off and perhaps one who takes Taekwondo or, you know, maybe they're living in fear. Maybe that's why the guy with the dog, I mean, the dog is the ultimate chick magnet, particularly on the beach. You throw that Frisbee. And that dog comes running out, soaking wet, and does that shake, and you do a funny little, ah, you're getting me soaking wet. This dog was a chick magnet, and it wasn't even like it was, you know, it was a Rottweiler or this beautiful chocolate lab or, you know, anything of this nature. It was a straight-up mutt. Not that I'm anti-mutt by any stretch of the imagination, but the girls were running over, look at him, and the dog would shake his this salt water all on the girls. Don't do that. And they were laughing and everything. All I was thinking about was every time I took a girl to the beach, if I splashed water on their shore, she was like, you jerk, and stomped off to the concession stand, only to come back with French fries that she didn't share. The dog is a chick magnet more than a kid. But as I said, I think I'm realizing on the air, because women probably presume 
kid's got a mother. Guy's probably taken. So I guess this really wasn't a question, or maybe just that I answered my own question. Vinny Penn, Barty Animal, on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Hi, uh, Jay. How are you? I'm doing just fine, sir. How are you? Well, how can we help you? I have Dr. Debbie here, and she can answer almost any medical question. Well, I, I hope so, uh, Dr. Debbie. I have a 10-year-old uh, uh, Yorkie, uh, he, although we think he's more of a silky turner than a Yorkie. Uh, he uh, has a, uh, well, his, his tennis uh, just hangs out. does not withdraw like it used to. Okay. And that's just a problem you're seeing now as he's older, or has that been going on on and off? Okay, and and I'd say, I mean, we have to get a little graphic here. So this is like Dr. Ruth for animals, but, I mean, is can, he can having an erection? Can you put on an accent, please? Like, a, is he having an uh, erection? Can I ask you if your, your dog is having an erection? <laughs> he's, he's been fixed when he was a puppy. Um, okay. So uh, there's, uh, we do have a uh, another uh, Yorkie uh, female, but, uh, but she's been fixed as well, so. Okay, so that's out of the picture. That's not anywhere in here. So, you know, with a, a couple things come to mind, um, for especially an older dog, and maybe um, one of the first things that I would look at if I had your little doggie in front of me is because he is a Yorkie, silky-type dog, we have a lot of hair. And um, one of the very common causes for a male dog to not be able to put their penis back into place would be that they can get hair caught around it. Ouch. Sounds horrible. But um, that would be something we can check very easily and very quickly with an exam. Um, if that happens, it's kind of an urgent problem. So you need to make sure that's addressed right away. So if we're not dealing with something like that, in an older pet, there's some things that I look at. And I would definitely look at our prostate. I would look at the possibility for a lower back problem or, or some kind of neurologic problem. Because sometimes that tells us if uh, the uh, the circuitry isn't working right, we can see problems with the uh, penis not going back into place. Um, and then, you know, there's other things, infections and so forth. So um, I would really focus on those issues, get a good genitourinary checkup um, with your veterinarian, and that might mean getting a urine sample and might mean getting the glove on and checking out some of those deeper parts. Um, so, you know, cover his ears if, if he's listening right now. Cause I We're don't all turning red that. here in the studio. I'm glad this is radio. <laughs> I had to cover Hal's ears. Yes. But uh, I guess I can use the P word another. How <laughs> how you are turning tension to red there? I'm sorry so. about that. Here I'm just going to hide. So, sorry about that, Jay. But really, I mean, 
this this can be a sign of something medically wrong that we would want to get addressed. So, and some of the other clues we might look for is if we are seeing problems with a back issue, we might see problems with uh, trouble getting up and down, maybe back, uh, pain uh, when he's touched in the lower back area, things of that nature. And it's not unheard of to, you know, even get some infections in the urinary tract. Um, so those kind of things we can treat. Um, so I would say first and foremost, and, and I know you probably all get tired of me saying this, but um, I would get him to your vet and get a good checkup here because there are some things we can definitely turn around and get on the improvement. And, uh, you know, if it's something simple like some hair issues, boy, you know, that's a quick fix and that's a, a happy fella very quickly. So you can make him much more comfortable there. All right. I shall uh, get them in for a great checkup then. I appreciate it. All righty. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jay. We, we appreciate you listening. Well, that wraps up another show. I want to thank Danica McKellar. Thank you so much for making my day, young lady, little Winnie from the Winter Years. You are so excited. She's a fun gal. I'm so glad she got a dog because you don't know love until you got a dog. And also, I want to thank uh, Donna Coach. She was our hero of the week. Making that chair for that. What was that called, Dr. Mesophagus? Mega esophagus. Yeah, what she said, right? <laughs> I also want to thank Francesco Marchigliano. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to check out Dr. Debbie's books, Yorkshire Terriers, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. We'll put links over at AnimalRadio.com. And don't forget to download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's a free download, so do it now. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.